Welcome to our new podcast, Into the Mirror, where we discuss healings and transformations. We're on episode 13, The Amazing Maze of Manifestation. I say that like that, and yes, it was a tongue twister, because sometimes manifestation, miracles, this whole energy thing can be way complicated. And the truth is that it was complicated at first for me, but I found it's much more simple. Brody, how are you today? (laughs) I'm doing great. And I think that quantum physics was able to finally put my left brain and right brain together as a synchronization so I could finally understand what what the hell is going on. (laughs) It's it's true. I um, quantum physics, um, these studies like so manifestation, let's just bring that up the ability to for me, I believe in manifestation that we're all connected. The universe is really all one through separate experiences. And we can we can affect reality through intention and we can literally create our reality through intention followed by action. But I but the process that everyone like talks about, just send good energy, just manifest it. Think about it like you have it like, you know, just sit there every morning and say these mantras or do this. It's like over information, bro. There's like so much information. It can make it super confusing. But for me, there was a path that did slowly each day or maybe fast um, start making my ma- my brain, that left brain. Um, start connecting that like accepting or maybe it's more of the ego my old programming version of myself start accepting these new possibilities mm-hmm. um you i'm going to share this uh, the, the maharishi effect it's one of this prayer and meditation studies that was done so i i believe it was over maybe washington dc or some city but they took 7000 meditators in prayer like prayers <laughs> people praying right together and in unity and they would focus i believe on unconditional love and things like that and what they studied is like the effects on crime rate and things like that in the city and with prayer and intention these people and i'd have to do more studies and there will be always counter studies about whatever and i'm not getting into that the truth is that this study was very very um expansive in my mind and helped me to see that there's more to reality like, because this was done by, quote, science, and they said there's a study, there's a connection between prayer and meditation. And that study has been used to, like, contr- like manipulate a lot of people, though. Like, like the, the church people say, look, Jesus is real. The Buddhist people, like, everyone get, finds what they need from those, you know, certain studies. Another one being, what, the quantum double slit experiment. That was mm-hmm. another one. So I just brought up the prayer and group meditation that there is actually correlating correlating evidence out there to back up intention and prayer and manifestation um but quantum physics has something that really helped me start seeing the world different do you want to explain that little the, the beginning that's that experiment yeah so for me one that resonates so highly to me was the work of dr emoto and mm, dr emoto yeah. they studied the molecular chemistry of water and water was exposed to different emotions such as fear, love and gratitude, Mm -hmm. peace, evil, or things of that nature, hate. Yes, that's another prayer. I forgot about this study. Keep going. 
unbelievably remarkably the water was changed in coherent patterns when it was exposed to high emotions like love and gratitude Mm -hmm. or if it was exposed to hate or evil it was completely incoherent and it was bad for the water it it carried the energy right it carried the it carried the vibration of or it seems to uh, everyone Mm -hmm. can find what they want to find but for me water that it, water i love you know that i uh, it's where i find peace even in landlocked states um mm-hmm. but water carries it's powerful it's a vibrational tool and it shows us that we're connected on a way that isn't always that shows us it's funny how people can be so like into science and magic and say believe in the possibility of what external science can do but they've lost a lot of the ability to understand that intention is for all the magic, like that inner vibration spot. And that honestly in your heart radiates out, whether that's hate or whatever um, that starts to create that first kind of energetic thing, right? Intention or prayer. So a great I was point. The, the double slit experiment though, <laughs> I, um, so that one, the quantum physics, so that Dr. Emoto study is awesome for vibration, but double slit experiment shows something even more um i mean honestly woo like weird <laughs> like yeah so you do you remember the study i remember um you know like a lot of versions of it and it's been redone but what's the yeah basic? the basic is that there is a experiment done by thomas young in 1801 and mm-hmm. the double slit experiment is essentially they were shooting little photons of light through mm-hmm originally through just one slit and then it was done through a small little slit and they continued to um shoot it through the the two slits and long story short you can look it up but it just shows that there's the quantum interference that incurs that essentially creates a particle or a wave phenomena essentially yeah that the double it's a weird one to start, like, with the double slit experiment. Yeah, if you study quantum physics at all. But it's really comes down to the point that we have to be observing or some sort of observer. Observer creates whether the, elect- the photon responds as a particle or a wave, right? So exactly. it literally can be both, and it depends on if you're looking at it. That's, mm-hmm. that's the profound thing. So you mean the, in Einstein had that saying and he didn't like it he said i don't i like to believe that the moon is really there when i'm not looking <laughs> spooky it's action at a distance is what he called yeah, it yeah yeah the, and that gets into quantum entanglement and even more things that are going on right like mm-hmm. the um there's so much amazing things going on at the, at, in reality and they say, um, and I read these in some mystic books, that science, mysticism, and just the path of service, the, the three different awakening paths they talk about, which in this mystic, I read a lot of mysticism, you know, and in a certain sect I read, they talk about the three ways of real awakening. And one mm-hmm. is through inner, like, you know, like the mystical path where you look into the inner world so much, you're inside out. The next step is like the people that follow all the books and the, the path. They, they don't have to go as deep because the others have gone for them and they study the ancient texts and they follow through that path. And the last one, or the other one is the way of the material scientists. This was Rhett said that they too 
will come to the same conclusions as the mystics. And this was said hundreds and hundreds and thousands of years ago um, that they, so it's really cool for me to see that actually happening, right? Like Mm -hmm. that reality as I know it, and I don't care how you believe it, but that scientific stuff in those studies, because I am left brain to a degree, I compute a program, I'm very good on cars, I'm so good at fixing, repairing order of operations, but it's so funny because I always do it from my heart. Like I can feel the problem, like, but I still have a left brain that literally will say no, right? No, yeah. that's not, that's not possible. So and how like, has, uh, how has manifestation materialized in your life? Give some examples. For people. Oh my gosh. Okay. So manifestation, like I, I, first and foremost, I got a prison like 40% earlier than expected. <laughs> um, Talk I mean, about a that, gift. Yeah, I mean, literally, magically, miraculously, and um, out of nowhere. And the cool thing is, is that I was manifesting getting out. Like, I wasn't manifesting getting out. What I was manifesting is being free. Like, I was feeling freedom. So this is where, like, manifestation gets into some cool concepts. I also manifested my addiction being over. No joke, healed that. Um, I manifest income and money coming out of places where I get to – work on light and love stuff like good, you know, all day long, you know, and I'm also relationships, everything, everything I seek, I promise you, Brody, everything I seek truly in my heart and believe I have gotten, there's not a thing and they keep rolling in. And so the thing that I found about manifestation that was always challenging is that they would tell you this statement, right? You have to believe it as if you have it before you have it, or you have to mentally visualize yourself having it what right all the steps right yeah what, mm-hmm. what are they always doing they're trying to get you in the state of what it feels like to have it the vibration you know? there's you know? a reason for that too it's because we are vibration even this reality around you that looks solid is vibration and you have created it as such and you can accept that fact or not but i am sovereign and i have created my reality so when you can accept that and you cannot be a victim and you can be, it changes everything as well because you can't be a victim. Now you can accept external reality. Like I accept the weather. I'm still not a victim of the weather. Do you understand? Like I accept like the external planet doing, but I am still not a victim. I'm a powerful creator. So I'm saying that again and again for like confidence, why it's so important. Like we can't blame things we can't do these things and it's because vibration is what creates reality and when you're in blame and when you're in pain when you're in those things you are creating those things Mm -hmm. um for instance why do i lose things all the time like little objects and i look all over the place and i'm always like i can't find this i can't find this and for two hours straight i won't find it and then when, when i go of the idea of it and just let go you know and i'm like whatever i can't find it the remote it then appears literally like 30 seconds later. So why do you think that is? Why? That's a deep question. I just think (laughs) manifestation is probably not even, it's a very woo-woo term. And I think that it could just be called living because we're always manifesting. Yeah, I know. That that word is... So I was... I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, really. Well, yeah, anyone that gets tied into the stuck on words and things like that, yeah, that's where they'll be stuck. It's exactly where you won't manifest because you literally don't believe 
in creation, if you're having to like, and this is part of the process, like learning and letting go of the egoic attachment to words or what others think or feel or woo woo or science. And the reason I say all that is because you have to, the attachment, that's why I couldn't manifest finding the remote. I was attached to not finding it, whether I was accepting or not. My, I was in anxiety. I couldn't find the remote, right? And I was living in creating, you said, it doesn't have to be manifestation, but I was creating that in my world. But when I let go of it, that thing that was always there, usually the remote was like there. It was literally right in front of my face. Like it was in the couch in a spot I was looking right at, right? And I couldn't find it until I let go of finding it. I like the word creator. It's like a magnetic resonance. We all have yeah. that electromagnetic field around us. And we're yeah. always creating. Like we're always creating yes. everything. We're creating our thoughts. We're creating our emotions. We're creating our actions. And when we, we make something, like let's say we just made art. A, art, exactly. We're cre- That's only one small example. Yeah, yeah. We're I, always, always creating. Even even if we just type a word on a computer, you're cre- yeah. you created that. Dude, we're creators. And that's the, what's good to probably explain too is when I – we are always creating, like you said. Whether it's non-creation, it's still – non-creation is creation. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what people need to understand is there's no such thing as nothing, even though it's nothing, right? Everything's always creating. Mm-hmm. That you're always creating, even maybe just everything's always moving. It's like there's a heartbeat of the universe and it might slow down so slow you think you're dead, but it's still there. It's like, boom, you know, every 20 minutes, boom. You know, like I'm talking about like if we're all this heartbeat of infinity, it's always creating and even the absence of your heartbeat is just the downplay of the upbeat, you know, it's still creation. Um, and that's easy for us to say, like, it's yeah, yeah, so that's the all encompassing, the all encompassing nature of everything. But I think for the person who hasn't necessarily experienced that yet, quantum physics or could potentially be the oh, way yeah, so, that they that so, guides them to seeing well, those things. we have books a lot of authors that are wonderful at this wayne dyer all right talks all mm-hmm. about manifestation he's really broken it down into some simpler left brain concepts and he discusses this more in detail as well how at some point all the rules and stuff do go away because you learn that it really is you creating it. Like the circumstances, like Neo says this at the end of the first matrix. I didn't come here to tell you that, you know, everything's going to be all right. I came here to tell you the truth and borders, (laughs) boundaries, and barriers are all gone. Meaning karma, action, react, need of cause and effect. That stuff does disappear for your ability to feel joy does disappear for everything in my life i can manifest my feelings now into a much greater awakened degree in those books neville goddard another mystic that wayne dyer uses but and um joe dispenza another miss um medical mystic i would call him right (laughs) like he's science and he's also mystical he talks about it and i love that and i think that's what you're trying to point out too is like show people a way to start opening up that mind, right? Like to mm-hmm. not be so cynicism because I was like, I was cynical. I talked yeah. shit about everything. Like yeah. I, I would be like, Oh, those 
I honestly would be like those new age women just talking all magic. Put them in a freaking <laughs> solitary confinement with all these <laughs> killers, killers yelling. How will they find their oh, joy? And God. I just, and it's so funny. It's like I did find joy in those situations, but I can't be mad at others because they haven't had to suffer so much to change. And the fact uh, is, I don't want you or others to have to suffer as much to <laughs> find hope. Because that would right. be horrible. That's the whole point. So, I think that, what that I did... polarity, dude. That that's how me and you found this way. <laughs> that me. polarity, you know, the North Pole, the South Pole. That that magnetic. We had to go to the South Pole. Let's just imagine that the <laughs> South Pole is is really tough, ugly, dirty place, and mm-hmm. the North Pole is basically heaven. But we had to see that go closer to the South Pole to experience the North. Well, the inversion of reality, I remember my belief system when I only believed in external to change me, right? I only, even medications, right? Like, uh, I only believe that the external variables would change the mm-hmm. internal me. And when I realized right. the internal me and the external stuff is really one and the same, I, um, I, I really started to change everything. So, I would meditate, and this is the process I would like to just kind of show for my manifestation, what I do, and this isn't complicated. If I'm trying to manifest something, these are my steps, right? I sit here, and first of all, I bring in sacred space, meaning I am claiming this space, and do this. I'm claiming this energy around me. It's Nothing's allowed in except for what I am sovereignly creating, meaning I'm becoming like, guy on surfboard ready to go but you know i am i'm not doing anything i'm just floating in the waiting for the correct wave to come right you see surfers sit out waiting for the same thing they are particle and they are wave so that's what i want you to imagine you're sitting in your own sacred space and this is where love and why vibration is so important so next i bring in things i love i mean it i just think about what i love i don't put anything on it my dog I love. I love my friends. I love that I can drive again. I love I have a mind that can fix cars. I love my mom infinitely. I love God infinitely. I love I love and I love me infinitely. And I create space, Brody, for just a second. It doesn't have to be that long. Just enough to find, you know, my authentic swing, if you will, uh, my authentic vibration. And it's just a peaceful moment. And then in that good feeling, I start thinking of what I'm trying to create in more of a mind way. Meaning if I was trying to create art, I might start because I'm in a good state of mind, right? I feel love. So my perspective has changed. So this works for anything, even an old event, maybe a horrible thing you're trying to manifest out of yourself or you literally go into a peaceful state of love first first right and then i bring in that state of consciousness right that that event that person that thing into my being so i'm saying so i'm trying to manifest a cool podcast with you brody so what i do we're both in sacred space i feel the love right i even can use the podcast as a way to feel the love now because we've built a little bit of confidence with it um so i bring in that and then I start creating the reality. I, even if I can't put details to it yet, I can tell you that that love state 
and just accepting whatever event, bring it in, it starts moving because your heart like that, you start, it starts changing things from that point. And I'm telling you, you begin, you can build anything this way. And I guarantee what will happen is you will create this energy thing inside in the external reality will follow a order of events that is logical, by the way, just like manifesting new teeth, like you or your, you know, think about it. You wanted it and you knew you could get your teeth healed. Right. And they did get healed. Right. But they didn't mm -hmm. happen in the way that my ego, I mean, it did happen in a way that my ego could accept, but it didn't happen in a way that the old ego could accept. It would always say that God was only God or the universe was only this powerful. If it, did the things that these people that hijacked me tell me God does. Do you see that? Like the church tells me this is God and nothing else. So <laughs> the same people that I don't believe about anything else, I'm still believing their belief system on God. No, throwing it all out because I am sacred and I am sovereign. Mm. And that is the first step of manifestation. And you know that sacred space and that um, for me, is how everything began to change. And now you can go into way more detail with the mindset. And I will ask you on your mindset stuff too. But for me, it's always sacred space and finding some serenity. I cannot look at, just like Einstein says, right? You cannot solve a state of consciousness in the state of consciousness you were in. <laughs> like you can't fix something that you, like when you're in worry and stress, you'll never fix it until you're in a, higher state of consciousness to fix it like perspective and this is my story like what i've seen i can never make anything better until i sit still find sacred space and honor my authentic vibration of that story that event it's kind of like it's beautiful for me dude because i get to find love and joy every time i manifest yeah you it's uh, like tesla said everything is the secrets of the universe are between uh, energy, frequency, and vibration. And the, your emotions are the number one piece of resonance that you're resonating out. And I yeah. think it's just, for me, it's like honoring what I'm feeling on yeah. a moment-to-moment -moment basis. Because I'm not always going to be... You're not going to feel good. That's... Jolly, you know, I'm not going to be joy joyful all That's the why... time. Sacred but, space, that's why I guess, and that helps me clarify, when I'm finding sacred space, so even right now, right now, I'm stopping, like, right, and I'm going to my heart, and there's just an acknowledgement of the now, right, and sometimes I don't like that, I feel that, but I can acknowledge it, and it's, it's kind of like listening with my ears, but then listening with my heart, right, and allowing it in, like, I hear you, but I'm allowing what you're saying to fill me now, and that's kind of finding that moment to moment now, right? The now moment. <laughs> you know, Eckhart totally talks about that. When you say something and you listen, you take a pause. Like it's really weird at first, but if I do it when I'm speaking to someone, it's very helpful where you say what you need to say and instead of me trying to interrupt you or not trying to interrupt you, but trying to say the next point, I'm using those pauses to feel everything we just said. Do you see what I mean? 
Yeah, I mean, it's a powerful technique, and it's it's abnormal for podcasts just to go blank. <laughs> it's I don't not, imagine. not for me. But, no, no, not for you, but I'd I, say, like, most people think that you have to talk and talk and talk and talk, but it's not true. Like, just feel, you just have to feel it, you know, like you said. The silence, the, the space. Silence. Yeah, that's, these are all, like, symbolism and things that can be hard for newcomers to really get but like neville goddard um wayne dyer books they're very good entry like patterns for manifestation but i would always say that the first step for me is finding the now like where am i at what's going on now how to accepting that things aren't exactly what i like them to be but knowing i can change them right um Mm -hmm. so yeah, man, it's, it's manifestation and miracles and misses. And I can say that it does work, man. Like, it takes practice. There is no, like, I didn't find one day this thing that, like, even when I got the answer, I did not learn to apply the answer. And I still struggle with it. Any day I get overwhelmed still, right? When I forget my tools, when I forget to slow down, when I forget to honor my inner hero, you know, like when I become a victim, <laughs> these are things that still happen, but I get out of them very quick now. Yeah, I mean, I could still feel on a like there's a lot of turmoil in my life right now, but you're clearing away all the old garbage you created from the old state of mind. You're in a mm-hmm. different state, but you still have to surf your way out of that old vibration into this yeah. new place. And that's what you're doing. It's it sucks because I know what you mean. Clearing away the garbage, the legal system, the if and you don't not debt, but money, people, relationships, all the junk from the last moment <laughs> that we didn't yeah. look at does mm-hmm. need to be looked at. It and if it, it, it it's in your energetic field, and that's why I talk about sacred spaces. We can't see anything like what's in our field. And the funny thing is, is most people know they're running from that feeling all day. They'll work themselves into the ground. They'll do whatever they have to to not listen in their heart like we talk, to not find sacred space because they think if they sit still for just one second that somehow that past is going to incinerate them, like destroy them, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because there are things that are really scary to look at, man. And I'm honored. I'm sending love to anyone with that, that to be brave, to have courage. And maybe you can only look at it a little bit, like you can only – but just do it bit by bit, clear it day by day, you know, moment by moment. And remember your words are so powerful. Like I think of, I have a Dr. Seuss book in front of me right now. And I think how he's like to say, think about that. Like one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. Like I'm saying that to pronounce it because I'm slowing down and honoring my words, you know, and saying what I feel and feeling what I say. So anyway, manifestation, that's all. I know that's a lot, but it's still really, I like talking about this. and I know we can share more and more detailed stuff over the, as time goes on, but I find sacred space and quantum physics was, is a huge part of my, um, my awakening, right? It gave my left brain, it made sense of a lot of this crazy, but it also is crazy. (laughs) Quantum physics is so nutty. Yeah, in a good way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love it. So anyway, Brody, I um, appreciate you and I doing this and you helping teach me to slow down. And also I teach, um, you know, 
whatever I can help you remember too. <laughs> I don't even sure. like saying teach, dude. I think, but I mean it in a like a friend way, a peer, a companion. Well, how like, how do you learn without somebody teaching you, or yeah, like, it's something teaching you? It's the arrogant side because I have that old me that judges the teacher me still that's like you shouldn't say anything you're a liar you lied about this 10 years ago you can't say anything now yeah. it's like the delusional ego so for sure and for i'm sure. so grateful and yeah let's uh i guess there like it's yep. um i yeah you can end it right there all right sweet all right talk to you all later right. bye